Hello, this is Tanishka from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 19th of August. The CBI carried out searches at 21 locations in Delhi NCR today in connection with the Delhi excise policy case, including Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia's house, news agencies reported. Sisodia was named in the FIR lodged by the CBI today along with 15 others. Soon after the raids, he tweeted that the CBI was welcome and that he would give full cooperations in the investigation so that the truth could come out. Under the new excise policy, which had come into effect in November 2021, licenses of 849 liquor shops were issued to private firms through open bidding in New Delhi. The policy was temporarily withdrawn after Delhi Lieutenant Governor Vinay Kumar Saxena recommended an inquiry by the CBI into it. Sisodia, who heads the excise department of the Delhi government, has been accused of procedural lapses in the policy and of giving undue benefits to liquor licensees. Opposition leaders meanwhile blamed the BJP of using central agencies to intimidate leaders. The Delhi police imposed section 144 around Sisodia's residence today. where around 70 to 80 protesters had gathered several aap supporters were detained the kerala government will move the kerala high court seeking to cancel the bail granted to writer activist sivik chandran in two cases of sexual harassment baran bench reported chandran was granted bail on august 2 by the kozhikode sessions court while granting bail judge s krishna kumar had observed that it was highly unbelievable that chandran would touch the body of the victim fully knowing that she is a member of scheduled caste 10 days later on august 12th the same judge granted him bail in another case of sexual harassment in this case the judge observed that a case of sexual harassment under section 354a of the ipc will not prima facie stand if the woman was wearing a sexually provocative dress the court had further said that it was impossible to believe that chandran who was physically disabled and in his 70s would have been able to sexually assault the complainant citing sources the baran bench report said that the appeal against the first order will be filed today and against the second one on monday when news laundry reached out to chandran's lawyer to ask him about the bail order and judge's comments the advocate said that this was an extremely great order and that the judge had considered everything to know more read nidhi suresh's story on newslaundry.com it is titled facebook photos are provocative how a kerala court shamed a complaint against civic chandran listeners the reason we are able to bring you such stories without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads we rely only on you the reader to support us so if you are not a part of our independent news model already Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start at rupees three hundred only. A border security force jawan was killed in an ambush this morning by allegedly banned insurgents from across the Indo-Bangla border in North Tripura district. Indian Express reported, according to a senior BSF official cited in the report, there was an ambush at eight thirty a.m. this morning. during which the jawan was injured he was evacuated and brought to a hospital at agartala but succumbed to his injuries the jawan was identified as 53 year old head constable 
Girjesh Kumar Uday, who hails from Madhya Pradesh. It took place at Shimnapur at Damchera near the remote BOP, which is a tri-junction of Tripura, Mizoram and Bangladesh. Tripura shares an 856-kilometre-long border with Bangladesh, with patches of it still unfenced. As per officials, the ambush was perpetrated by cadres of the outlawed National Liberation Front of Tripura. They also claimed that the insurgents didn't seem to be trying to enter the Indian territory, but they laid an ambush at a team of security personnel deployed in the area. The official added that there were around 7 to 8 insurgents, while the BSF team had around 15 to 16 people. Four Congress workers were arrested today for allegedly damaging a Mahatma Gandhi portrait kept at Rahul Gandhi's office in Kerala, Indian Express reported. The incident took place on June 24th when members of the Students' Federation of India, which is the student wing of the Communist Party of India Marxist, vandalised the Congress MP's office in Vyanad. Gandhi's portrait was also found to be pulled down from the office wall. While Congress had alleged that the SFI men had damaged the portrait, the CPM maintained that it was the Congress workers who did so. One of the arrested workers is also Rahul Gandhi's office assistant. The opposition party has said that the arrests were politically motivated. According to Congress state leaders, the false charges were levelled to help the SFI members. After the incident, Kerala Chief Minister Pinarai Vijayan had told the State Assembly that the preliminary finding of the police showed that Gandhiji's picture was damaged after the police removed SFI workers from the spot and only Congress workers were present. A public interest litigation petition has been filed in the Patna High Court that seeks the removal of Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar from the post, Live Law reported. The plea, filed by a Patna-based social worker, claims that Kumar's appointment is in complete violation of different provisions of the Constitution of India. It also challenges the decision of the post-poll alliance of Kumar's JDU and RJD as the mandate was going to the NDA government and not the Grand Alliance. On August 9th, Chief Minister Nitish Kumar ended his party's alliance with the BJP and decided to enter into a Grand Alliance with the RJD. The plea claims that since people of the state had given a mandate to the NDA for five years, an injury had been caused to the parliamentary democratic system as well as the Indian constitution. The plea also challenges the decision of the governor of the state as it claims that he failed to exercise his discretion. He should not have appointed Nitish Kumar under Articles 163 and 164 because he left the majority side and formed the government with the minority party, which the constitution allegedly does not allow. News agency PTI reported that today, China agreed with India's external affairs minister S. Jai Shankar's observation that an Asian century cannot happen if India and China don't join hands, and that dialogue between the two countries to resolve the eastern Ladakh border standoff is effective. Jai Shankar had said that the relationship between India and China was going through an extremely difficult phase and that Asian century would not happen if the two neighbours did not join hands. When asked for his reaction to these comments, Chinese Foreign Minister spokesman Wang Wenbin said that a true Asian century can happen only when China and India and other countries can achieve sound development. He said that India and China have far more common interests than differences and that the two neighbours also had the wisdom and capability to reinforce each other, 
rather than pose a threat to each other. He also said that dialogue between the countries had been effective. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.